Section 12 of The Art of Worldly Wisdom. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Sonrisa, Survision.org. The Art of Worldly Wisdom by Balthasar Gracian. Translated by Joseph Jacobs. Section 12. 91. Never set to work at anything if you have any doubts of its prudence. A suspicion of failure in the mind of the doer is proof positive of it in that of the onlooker, especially if he is a rival. If in the heat of action your judgment feels scruples, it will afterwards, in cool reflection, condemn it as a piece of folly. Action is dangerous where prudence is in doubt. Better leave such things alone. Wisdom does not trust to probabilities. It always marches in the midday light of reason. How can an enterprise succeed, which the judgment condemns as soon as conceived? And if resolutions passed nem con by inner court often turn out unfortunately, what can we expect of those undertaken by a doubting reason and a vacillating judgment? 92. Transcendent Wisdom I mean in everything. The first and highest rule of all deed and speech, the more necessary to be followed, the higher and more numerous our posts, is an ounce of wisdom is worth more than tons of cleverness. It is the only sure way, though it may not gain so much applause. The reputation of wisdom is the last triumph of fame. It is enough if you satisfy the wise, for their judgment is the touchstone of true success. 93. Versatility. A man of many excellences equals many men. By imparting his own enjoyment of life to his circle, he enriches their life. Variety in excellences is the delight of life. It is a great art to profit by all that is good, and since nature has made man in his highest development an abstract of herself, so let art create in him a true microcosm by training his taste and intellect. 94. Keep the extent of your abilities unknown. The wise man does not allow his knowledge and abilities to be sounded to the bottom if he desires to be honored by all. He allows you to know them, but not to comprehend them. No one must know the extent of his abilities, lest he be disappointed. No one ever has an opportunity of fathoming him entirely, for guesses and doubts about the extent of his talents arouse more veneration than accurate knowledge of them, be they ever so great. 95. Keep expectation alive. Keep stirring it up. Let much promise more, and great deeds herald greater. Do not rest your whole fortune on a single cast of the die. It requires great skill to moderate your forces so as to keep expectation from being dissipated. 96. The Highest Discretion It is the throne of reason, the foundation of prudence. By its means success is gained at little cost. It is a gift from above and should be prayed for as the first and best quality. Tis the main piece of the panoply, and so important 
that its absence makes a man imperfect whereas with other qualities it is merely a question of more or less all the actions of life depend on its application all require its assistance for everything needs intelligence discretion consists in a natural tendency to the most rational course combined with a liking for the surest ninety seven obtain and preserve a reputation it is the usufruct of fame it is expensive to obtain a reputation for it only attaches to distinguished abilities which are as rare as mediocrities are common once obtained it is easily preserved it confers many an obligation but it does more when it is owing to elevated powers or lofty spheres of action it rises to a kind of veneration and yields a sort of majesty but it is only a well-founded reputation that lasts permanently ninety eight write your intentions in cipher the passions are the gates of the soul the most practical knowledge consists in disguising them he that plays with cards exposed runs a risk of losing the stakes the reserve of caution should combat the curiosity of inquirers adopt the policy of the cuttlefish do not even let your tastes be known lest others utilize them either by running counter to them or by flattering them ninety nine reality and appearance things pass for what they seem not for what they are few see inside many take to the outside it is not enough to be right if right seem false and ill one hundred a man without illusions a wise christian a philosophic courtier be all these not merely seem to be them still less affect to be them philosophy is nowadays discredited but yet it was always the chiefest concern of the wise the art of thinking has lost all its former repute seneca introduced it at rome it went to court for some time but now it is considered out of place there and yet the discovery of deceit was always thought the true nourishment of a thoughtful mind the true delight of a virtuous soul end of section twelve